Welcome to MindPilot. This is Dr. Jana Price-Sharps. You can reach me at my website at www.cfiforensics.com or my email is jcopdoc at aol.com, jcopdoc at aol.com. Thank you for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about anxiety. It seems to be one of the number one problems that people are facing right now. And it's no wonder we have a lot going on in our country. And in 2020, that's been a very special year. So people are a little overwhelmed. And it's also being fed by a lot of social media and uh, just general media. But what can you do to get your anxiety under some kind of control? Well, the first thing is, and I think this is one of the most important things to think about, is that you get to choose where you focus your mind. And the world doesn't get to choose that unless it's some kind of serious emergency. In general, you get to have that power. So the first thing, if you're experiencing anxiety, is to step back and ask yourself, where is my focus? What am I focusing on? And when you look at that and you think about your day-to-day rituals, your day-to-day habits, what are you doing? What are you putting into your mind? Now, you may have a job that's very negative at the moment. You may have a job that's full of stress. Uh, So how can you take breaks from that? Because our mind has to have breaks. And so... If you have a very stressful job, how can you take a couple minute break out of each hour? You know, and maybe that's possible, maybe it's not. But if it is possible, can you go to a quiet corner and turn on, I don't know, maybe some sounds of the ocean, whatever it is that makes your system calm down. And to do that on a regular basis, because Sometimes our minds get to going so fast that we forget to take that step back. So that would be the first thing to put into place. The second thing to consider is what information are you electively putting into your mind? There's a lot of things that we're, you know, experiencing as a country that aren't really in our hands. There isn't anything that we can immediately do about Uh, some of the events. And so where is your focus with those? Are you watching, I don't know, the news on a, you know, for hours on end, some of my friends have done that, and they start getting very, very anxious. So maybe you put yourself on a diet as far as you know, social media and the news. Maybe you watch the news for one hour and don't do that towards bedtime. Maybe you do that earlier in the evening uh, so that you're not going to bed thinking about everything that's going on in our country right now. Maybe you limit your social media presence uh, or you, maybe if you're on Facebook, for instance, then you add a lot of beautiful things because there's a lot of beautiful things on Facebook, you know, that have to do with 
I don't know, scenic places in Colorado, for instance, you know, so maybe you spend a little bit more time watching and looking at those things, rather than looking at maybe some of the posts that are a little more negative, a little more anxiety provoking. The third thing is, are you reading? I find that motivational books uh, are really helpful for a lot of people. Um, You know, spiritual books, religious books, the Bible for some people, Um, you know, but thinking about what are you feeding your brain on a daily basis? Because a lot of times people don't realize how much just really toxic information that they're just filling their mind up with. And then they're wondering why they feel anxious, why they feel depressed, why they feel very overwhelmed. So in this day and age, I would really encourage you to maybe buy a bestseller that's motivational, buy a comedy that, uh, uh, book that is funny, that is comedic. Maybe you go on YouTube and you scroll through and you look at comedians and listen to some of them. Um, Maybe you, I don't know, follow some very positive podcasts. Um, People like Brendan Bouchard, uh, who has a wonderful podcast. Uh, I like Zig Ziglar, who we no longer have with us, but he was a phenomenal podcast. Uh, motivational speaker. So all of those things will feed your brain. Joel Olstein, a lot of Christians really enjoy his material. I happen to really like Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. He was a Methodist minister, but his uh, one of his first books was called The Power of Positive Thinking. And so what are you putting in? Who are you hanging around? What topics are you discussing with those people? And, you know, the other thing that is happening, because currently we have COVID going on, is people are isolated. And so are you staying in touch either through phone, through Zoom, through Skype, through texting, whatever ways that you can with the people that you love that you may not be seeing every day or seeing on a regular basis? How are you making those social connections and keeping those social connections alive? That is a really important aspect of who we are. We're very social creatures. And so this is a hard time for many people. And there's a lot of uh, changes and flux in our system right now. So again, it's up to each one of us to decide where our focus is, number one. Number two, what are we allowing into our brain? Number three, What are we adding in deliberately that will help bring in some kind of clear water? If you think about the brain being a beaker of clear water when we're born and life just starts dumping India ink into it. And I use India ink because it's indelible. And so when that happens, it begins to cloud that clear water. And, you know, the things that we've lived through, whatever they may be, we can't get out of our brain, but we can dilute them. We can dilute their power over us. And we dilute them by, as Zig Ziglar would say, 
the pure, the powerful, and the positive. And so what is your pure and powerful and positive that you're including? And are you keeping in touch with your loved ones? So those are a few things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that will begin to help you with anxiety. And the last one, the fifth one, is all about self-talk. What are you saying to yourself? Make sure that what you're saying to yourself is uplifting. It is hopeful. Uh, And sometimes that may mean writing those comments down on three by five cards and carrying them with you. You know, positive statements about who you are, where you are, where you're going, uh, and what's going on with your life. And because if your statements are all negative, that's going to drive the anxiety. One of the best books I've ever read is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. If you haven't read some of Shad's stuff, Dr. Helmstetter is just an amazing uh, writer. He has very good, uh, very good uh, written material. Norman Vincent Peale, Power of Positive Thinking, excellent book. Uh, Zig Ziglar, uh, I'll See You at the Top or I'll See You Over the Top. He has two different books, excellent books. You know, books that are going to bring you hope. So again, in this season of anxiety that we seem to be all experiencing, you get to choose. Choose the path that is going to bring you happiness and bring you calm and reduce the chaos in your life. You get to choose your focus. So thank you for joining me for MindPilot. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. This podcast is a production of the California Forensic Institute, also called CFI. You've been listening to Dr. Jana Price-Sharps, Vanessa Nash, and Felicia Jensen. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for therapy. For mental health services, please contact a qualified mental health professional. If you are in crisis, you can call the National Suicide Foundation at 1-800-273-TALK. Please note that the National Suicide Foundation is not affiliated with this podcast, CFI, or any of the people on this podcast. Please look for additional information, podcasts, and videos on our website at www.cfiforensics.com.